the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. Welcome in, Rob Black. Gain your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. As always, I appreciate you listening. When you listen, I pledge to do my best to find information that will help you get to retirement. You can always find me online at robblackshow.com. The CPI and the initial claims data produced some surprising results this morning. Maybe not the best news for short-term stock market action. The December Consumer Price Index was released and it was a little hotter than expected. Inflation very rarely goes straight down. Take a look at um, go Google 1970s inflation numbers. And you'll see that, man, did it skyrocket. And then it came crashing down in the 70s. Period of time. Not, not months. Multiple years. But then right before it bottomed, it went back up again. So think of a line going up five moves, coming down three and a half moves, going back up two moves, going back down four moves. Sometimes it's like that, that horror movie where, yes, we've put the axe in Jason's head. But the two star-studded lovers hug each other and kiss, and it's finally over. And they look back over their shoulder, and his body's missing. And he comes jumping out of a closet one last time. That's inflation. It's a boogeyman. CPI was up three-tenths of a percent month over month. Following an unrevised one-tenth of a percent increase in November, we know sales at retailers are slowing. These will come down. Um, so we saw what ultimately the shelter index jumped one half of 1% accounted for over half the monthly increase. We know shelter costs come down very, very slowly. Think of it as a year ago, you signed a lease and you're still paying that same rate that you promised to pay. So new leases won't be signed until the end of the 12 month period, maybe even longer. When I got a tenant in my, one of my rentals, um, I was like, if you take a two-year deal, I'll cut you a deal. So she had less inflation because she took two years. So, but I'm just one one unit there. Nothing too exciting. Initial claims for the week ending January 6th decreased by 1,000 to 2,000. Again, the key takeaway on that is the recognition that employers in general are still reluctant to cut employees from payrolls. It's a positive consideration as it relates to the for the labor part of our economy. It is considered a negative when you take a look at how, if you have a job, you spend money, it plays into inflation. 10-year treasury note is roughly at 4.06, so it's moved higher, i.e. this means the Fed is interpreting, not the Fed, the market is interpreting that the Fed will interpret today's data as, we're not cutting rates in March. Let's take that one out of your, your head. Rate cuts are still coming if inflation comes down. Again, slowing economy, tied towards slowing retail sales, tied towards higher credit card utilization. It all kind of playing into 
where maybe a June cut. I don't want to get speculative like that. I just want to say that the story remains the same. It's just not as early of a surprise as you want it to be. Let's move on, shall we? Um, one of the big stories of the day. There's plenty of big stories of the day. Um, CPI, for sure, consumer price inflation. Tomorrow, we get a, a slew of earnings from the big cap uh, financial companies, as well as from Delta. So we're going to get the big banks reporting numbers, and they're going to give us data, 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 all on the consumer and how much they're spending and or not. That's positive. Bitcoin's about 47000 because this is the story of the day. Securities Exchange Commission approved spot Bitcoin ETFs for trading in the United States in a decision that's been years in the making. If you own crypto, you are very happy with the mid-term and long-term idea of this. Short-term, it, it tends to have a trade that it moved up in anticipation of being included in ETFs. So you may not get the short-term reaction that you want. Fidelity, BlackRock, and Grayscale, amongst eight others, will now be able to sell ETFs, giving cryptocurrency a lot more credibility. The Bitcoin ETFs are similar to gold ETFs in that you don't have to go out to a store and say, I would like one ounce of gold, which a lot of people did at Costco last year. And then you take physical custody of it. And then you're like, oh, my house burned down. I wonder where my gold went. Or you start bragging about how much gold you have and your cousin steals it from you. The no physical custody, the no wallet, the no relationship with uh, an exchange makes it a lot more attractive. I'd rather have a relationship with Fidelity or BlackRock or even Grayscale. So it's less, I, I would say, dirty to me. That's not the right word. But speaking of dirty, SEC chairman who approved, as part of the panel, um, the Bitcoin ETF said, it is primarily a speculative volatile asset that's used for ransomware, money laundering, sanction evasion, and terrorist financing. So he's not all that high on it. But he realizes that there's wealthy people out there who are calling Fidelity and Vanguard and uh, Grayscale and BlackRock and saying, hey, guys, I'm wealthy. I want to park my money somewhere. Um, I want to put 5% of it into digital currencies. And Fidelity last week said, we don't have anything for you, sir. You have to go put your money elsewhere, maybe Coinbase. Good luck. Fidelity and BlackRock and Grayscale and the other eight others didn't want to do that. Send my money elsewhere. So the, this approval's big. Fundstrat's Tom Lee said Bitcoin could reach as high as 150000 in the next 12 months and 500000 in the next five years. Speculative investment. Um, but it's now digital trading cards or something like that. Think of it like um, you know LeBron James says, I'm going to exclusively sign 100 cards. Uh, Bitcoin has some exclusivity to it. Does it still, is anyone buying a Tesla with Bitcoin? Not that I know of. Is anyone buying groceries with Bitcoin? Not that I know of. Is this a big day for Bitcoin? Absolutely yes. If you were to twist my arm and we were to do a portfolio review, which EP Wealth offers, and you were to say, hey, I want to get some uh, Bitcoin exposure, financial planners aren't going to laugh at you. They're going to say, don't do more than 5%. Um, don't put all your eggs in one basket. But they're not going to laugh at you. McDonald's is bringing back the Double Big Mac. This is a big story today, and it's my story number two. Beginning January 24, the Double Big Mac, which has four beef patties instead of the usual two. It's going to be uh, available for a limited time. That doesn't play into the retail is slowing and Americans want to spend less. It plays into 
Um, some of the burger chains have big fat burgers that McDonald's says they're losing business to. McDonald's introduced the double Big Mac right in March of 2020, which was just bad timing because COVID came and uh, supply chains got messed up. Uh, McDonald's serves roughly 550 million Big Macs a year in the U.S. at 1.5 million Big Macs a day. They're working on softer buns, adjusting grill settings for a better sear and letting the cheese melt differently. Um, they're adding more sauce. They're tinkering. 22 years ago, when I came to California, McDonald's stock was at $30. Today, it's at $280. Plus, it pays a 2.3-2.4% dividend. That's up roughly 900%. Don't knock McDonald's as an investment. It may not be as speculative as Bitcoin, but for the long-term patient investor, it might get you some pretty good returns. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-ba. You should be loving that. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Big event coming up January 20th, Pints and Portfolio in the peninsula, South Bay. You can sign up for the event at robblackshow.com. Join Rob Black in Sunnyvale, Saturday, January 20th, for Pints and Portfolios, a less formal event at a local watering hole for those close to retirement with 500000 or more in investable assets. Drop by January 20th from 11.30 a.m. till 2 for a little sunshine and a complimentary portfolio review or financial snapshot from Ryan Ignacio, CFP from EP Wealth Advisors. Whether you're on the road to retirement or already there, this financial snapshot can provide you with a second opinion analysis of where you are and highlight areas for improvement and opportunities for growth. Go to robblackshow.com and click the events tab. Find Pints and Portfolios and click to register. You'll answer a few simple questions about your situation and your confirmation email will provide all the details on the event and how to schedule your portfolio review. Space is limited and registration is required, so go to robblackshow.com today. That's robblackshow.com. I got an email from a man named David um, asking for a portfolio review. And it takes me a couple days to like read through his data and to digest it and to talk to CFPs that I work with. Um, and I offered to set up a Zoom call with him to go over what a CFP does, but I also offered to let him get that portfolio review with a CFP. I'm offering the same thing for anyone that wants to come to a Pints and Portfolio event. It is, this will be my third one. I'm kind of excited. I like these events. With that being said, um, it's a snapshot. It's, you know, we're going to give you two to three hours of work for free. Um, but to get a real financial plan going, it's it's 200-page document. But Saturday, January 20th, it's 1130 to 2 in Sunnyvale, California. You can sign up for the event at Rob Black Show. I'm bringing not one, but two financial planners. Um, and I'm excited. Um, it's two of my favorite people in the world. I don't have a lot of favorite people in the world. Um, but Ryan and Julie, they're CFPs with EP Wealth. They work directly with CFP Chad Burton. You can sign up for that event and I'll buy you a beer or two. Um, maybe you'll buy me a beer, but it's also a great way of connecting with people through the years. It's appropriate for people with $500,000 or more of investable assets. Um, but also, if you don't have time on Saturday, January 20th from 1130 to 2, you can sign up for portfolio review at It's robblackshow.com. But what was interesting about this email that I got last week, and I responded last night, was that he wants to find someone who could do taxes. Oh, when you work with EP Wealth or a good CFP, 
they want your tax returns. So doing it in-house sometimes is a huge advantage. Some firms can offer it. Some firms cannot. EP Wealth can't. Um, looking at tax strategies for future tax years is super important. I know a lot of people look at their portfolios and say, oh, I'm great for retirement. No, no, it's about tax strategies as well. Um, and in his case, he's got two rental properties in the Bay Area. He's got stock options and restricted stock um, restricted stock options. He's got income from a K-1 and other investments. So it's a complicated tax situation. And he said, I've sometimes missed my quarterly taxes and I get penalties from the IRS. He, he doesn't miss the quarterly taxes because he doesn't send in money. He doesn't know how much to send in. It's a really tough thing to gauge. That's where I think estate planning and, and tax planning and tax efficiency with a financial planner, it earns its keep. Uh, portfolio management is the... I would say the easier easier part of wealth management. Um, some of the more complicated ones is getting all of those things working together. You don't have to think of it until you're probably 50, 55, until you've created some wealth. But once you have, I think it's um, super important to protect that wealth. Uh, what do we have to hit? There's lots of good stories out there today, uh, including car rental firm Hertz is going to sell 20,000 EVs. And they're going to buy gas-powered vehicles. And it's a story that I know all too well. And I've told you about when you ding a Tesla, it costs a lot of money to repair it. The insurance claims are crazy on damage. They're very complicated cars to put together. Um. And the, so the Cybertruck looks like even a bigger nightmare. I wouldn't own a Cybertruck if you paid me money. My insurance rates are going to be through the roof, and if there's an accident, they're not going to cover it. Or they're going to say, let's let's call it totaled, and they're not going to give me what I want for it to get uh, another vehicle. Nope. No, thank you. I will not. And in fact, going forward, now that we know a little bit about Teslas, I, I think that's going to hurt them. Uh, knowing that the insurance is just... It, but now again, Tesla offers insurance in like nine or ten states. Um, and they can do the repairs themselves, but they have also come under a lot of criticism for uh, basically saying, well, you damaged it. There's one guy who drove Tesla off the lot, and one day later, the steering failed, and they said, you did it, not us. And the government says, no, no, you, you had faulty manufacturing. So Teslas are starting to get some bad rap out there in the wild. All the markets that I see today are lower, except for crude oil, S&P 500, Dow, NASDAQ, Russell. Uh, a little disappointed in the December inflation comes in hotter than expected. It complicates the Fed's next move and it pushes the Fed to cutting rates probably near uh, late springs, early summer. Really, really close to an election. And you don't really want uh, the economy to get juiced or to get slammed right before an election um, because Americans vote with their pocketbook. And if they think the current guy is crashing the economy, they're going to vote the alternative. If they think the current guy is running the economy hot, they're going to keep him. That's more often than not. That's not always. Okay, let's keep moving forward, shall we? Um, stocks are slipping this morning. Um, let's see, I've already done that story too much. Google's cutting hundreds of jobs across engineering and hardware teams. One person we're going to give a lot of credit for is Mark Zuckerberg for the tech rally in 2023 and maybe the tech rally in 2024. At 2023, after years of running up the silly metaverse project that he has, and he, he's overspending. 
some of it's really smart spending. Some of it is like egregious. Like, hey, you're going to be able to get in the metaverse and play poker with your college buddies. And look how cool I look uh, playing poker with my buddies. Technology's not that good. It's good for some games. It's good for some, you know, steps in the right direction. Uh, the Quest 3 has signed some concerts, for instance, for 2024 that I'm looking forward to. Um, Dua Lipa, one of them, in large part because I don't really know Dua Lipa's music. And I kind of want to learn it. So Google's cutting hundreds of jobs. And this goes back to Mark Zuckerberg in 2023. He overspent on Metaverse. The stock was at a low. Uh, it was struggling. It had just come off its worst year, 2022. And it started 2023. So it's to be the year of efficiency. And they started firing people that they overhired in 2020 and 2021. And Google did the same thing. Google, Amazon, and Facebook, uh, Meta, have all had great runs because of not great results. Very good results. But cutting costs, Google's cutting hundreds of jobs across engineering hardware teams. Um, Amazon announced the same thing with MGM and Prime. Um, and it's just working rain in cost. Google cut its workforce by 12,000, roughly 6% of its full-time employees. Um, back in January, last January. Um, some people are saying, well, they're BART or the Gemini or, or AI is probably taking jobs. It's not necessarily that. It's just they got really fat during the pandemic was their stocks were doing attractive because so much focus was in those areas of social media versus being out in real life. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Want that free portfolio review? It takes some time. You got to be patient. It's good service. Go to robblackshow.com. For more information about EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. I'm Rob Black. Thanks for listening to the show. I pledge if you listen, I'm going to do my best to get you some information that you can use. Um, and I've had a great relationship with many of you for many, many, many years. So thank you so much. A couple of side stories that I want to hit. And then I'll, maybe I'll get into some strategy. Um, that's the way I tend to like to roll. Um, YouTube's going to promote first aid videos. When you do searches for heart attacks, seizures, opioid overdoses, uh, overdoses, um, choking, bleeding. It's going to be little tabs at the top that take you to hospital videos. I really like this idea. It legitimizes emergency situations with proper information. And um, I've got an opioid overdose kit. Uh, you never know when you're going to see your son or your son's friend or someone at a restaurant overdose. Um, so I need to know how to use it, and I need to know what an overdose looks like. I love the idea that I can grab my phone and say, opioid overdose, or um, heart attack, or CPR, and little videos are going to show up on top of your search. Um, I like that. TikTok's the first app where users spent $10 billion plus dollars on tipping streamers. Is your influencer worth $10 billion? Well, it's not just one of them, right? That's expected to jump 150% this year. Alaska Airlines had the Boeing 737 MAX 9 door blow off, and it caused distress for a lot of people. Upon almost immediate reaction, Alaska Airlines says, we are going to refund your money on that flight. Of course, they're going to refund your money on that flight. Can you imagine sitting in that row and... Big door gets blown off, and you think you're going to die. 
even for the next 10, 15 minutes while they're doing an emergency landing back in Portland, you think you're going to die. So to deal with that nightmare that you might have recurring for the rest of your life, you get $1,500. <laughs> Something tells me there's going to be lawsuits on top of that little teeny tiny number. Um, but we'll see. I'm not, I'm not making fun of it. I'm just, I, that is probably everyone's worst fear, right? When you fly. Inflation takes higher, potentially delaying rate cuts. That's the big story of the day. Bitcoin ETFs are here. That's the second big story. Probably the more long-term story is Bitcoin ETFs. The short-term story is inflation ticking higher. Elsewhere out there, Amazon's cashier list checkout is coming to hospitals. This seems like a wise idea, getting people touching things a little bit less in hospitals where you should be wearing masks because there's sick people there. Uh, just makes plain sense. Amazon is deploying just walk out cashier, cashierless technology in hospitals and other healthcare facilities. Some of the new technology um, is kind of cool. You can pay for items uh, with work badges as well. On top of it, they're changing the way cameras are not going to be deployed, but instead RFID tags keep track of what items are taken off the shelf. Uh, the first cashierless store from Amazon debuted in 2018. It's been deploying the technology more in convenience stores, fresh supermarkets, and Whole Foods locations. It also tells, sells the technology to third-party retailers like airports, college campuses, stadiums, and theme parks. Uh, yeah, so if you go to a stadium now, and I was at a stadium in the spring seeing a soccer game, and it was weird because you go to grab a beer and maybe some chips for the kids, maybe a soda or a big bowl of water. And uh, there's no one in the store. You're like, am I stealing this? And you figure out there's a kiosk that you can swipe things. And then you're like, oh, you see a store employee come by and they're not talking to you. They're restocking the stuff you just took off the shelf. And of course, the payout system says, how much do you want to tip uh, the people that work here? And you're like, I see people working here. The S&P 500 is flirting with its first record close in over two years. Um, time to celebrate when that happens. Will I open a bottle of bubbly? No. At dinner that night, will I say, good job, SP 500. You know, a lot of Americans retire. Um, but Delta is going to basically set the tone for airline stocks tomorrow. And that tone will probably be set for the whole year. The holiday period was a record-breaking one for travel, rounding off the busiest year for aviation in the United States history. Delta's earnings will reveal just how good the holidays were and provide insight into how the traditionally weakest quarter of flying the first quarter is going the sunday after thanksgiving was the busiest day ever for u.s air travel and some of the 10 busiest days of the year occurred um seven of the 10 busiest days of all time occurred in 2023 uh, so i think that's kind of good news in the making right I want to say this one last time and then i'm going to move on from it uh but if you didn't listen to the podcast yesterday you're listening today you'll hear it said once more Bitcoin could sort of 500,000 in the next five years as demand booms for ETFs. That's Fundstrat's Tom Lee. The price of Bitcoin could soar to 500,000 in the next five years. Um, and he says as much as 100,000 to 150,000 in the next 12 months. He has been very bullish on the S&P 500. He's been very correct on technology stocks. He's been very correct on the widening of the bull market. At some point in time, he won't be as correct. But... This is interesting news. 
it's a very speculative asset. Throw it down there um, as you will. The baby boomers. The great baby boom retirement wave is still upon us. 44% of boomers are at retirement age and millions more are soon to join them. By 2030, the largest generation to enter retirement will all be older than 65. Boomers will sail off in their golden years. Federal Reserve data shows that while 56 million Americans over 65 make up just 17% of the population, they hold more than half of America's wealth at 96 trillion. So 17% of our boomers who are over 65 have 96.4 trillion. Now they're living longer, so don't count on all that to be inherited. Some of it's going to go to the state, some of it's going to go to the federal government as well. Um, Significant wealth inequality amongst retirees. It's gotten worse in the past decade. Um, There's some that have, there's most that don't have. 43% of 55 to 65 year olds have no retirement savings at all. 43% of 55 to 65 year olds have nothing saved for retirement. That's grotesque. Um, Not all boomers are rich. It's worthy of stating. And there's disparities. So a big hit to the economy. A lot of families are starting to figure out how to care for their boomer relatives as they age. A growing share of the older cohort, an estimated 6.6% of those of over 55, don't have spouses or children. So one reason to get married is to have a spouse to help take care of you and you take care of her. Or to have make some children that help take care of you. The U.S. has about 15,000 long-term care facilities. Analysts are estimating that the number needs to grow by 20% in the next six years. That long-term care is super expensive. $100,000 to $120,000 a year for a full care facility. Probably in that 60000 range if you just need um, part-time. But memory care is expensive. All, all, all health care is expensive. Let's put it that way. But nursing homes are reporting staffing shortages, so pay is going to have to go up. The Department of Homeland Security reported that 1 million immigrants legally arrive in the United States, an increase of over 2020 and 2021. Um, that's important because a lot of the jobs that are going to be created for immigrants are in healthcare. Um, you may not be a big fan of immigration. But right now, there's a lot of jobs openings in the United States, over a million. And as there's job openings, we could have a better economy. Uh, Think about that for just a second. You're talking about 8.7 million jobs out there that are open. That if someone came in and gave a resume, they could be hired. Maybe not on the spot, but you get the idea, I think. Um, 2024 and adjusting your retirement plan. Americans face retirement income shortfalls. And I think it's super important. Uh, you need to calculate your safe withdrawal rate. I work with a CFP. I started working with a CFP probably two plus years ago, maybe two to four in that time frame, or, or started more and more tasks go to the CFP and less and less are falling on me. I still manage a significant chunk of my wealth. Um, so I enjoy it, but as my brain gets slower and it's getting slower, I'm going to give more and more of my money to, uh, younger people who have financial planning software, also known as CFPs. Morningstar says the new rate assumes that you should take three point, uh, 4% 
is for 2022. That's up from 3.8%. So 2023 is 4%. 2022 is 3.8%. These numbers aren't scientific. And it depends on where the bonds are and how much you can get in safe money. Um, U.S. mortality rates remain very high. Um, you're going to live for a long period of time. Long-term care insurance is something you need to think about. Um, and I would strongly recommend meeting with a CFP. Early 50s, mid 50s. That's where I'm at and I'm doing it. And um, it helps my family. So if you need to meet with a CFP, contact me at Rob at Rob Black Show. It's Rob at robblackshow.com or come to the Python portfolio. You are listening to the Rob Black Show podcast. For more information on EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Thanks for being a part of the show. I think it's a really big day for Bitcoin and digital currencies. Um, it took a long time. But now the discussion could be had that you can safely have it. And it's, to me, no difference than a LeBron James trading card. It's no difference than, um, well, I'm not going to say housing, because that's not really where I want to go with that. It's no different than buying art. Um, anyway, th- that's the idea for you, in my opinion, is that it's an asset, and it's a more legitimate asset today than it was yesterday. Because our government is willing to say, we'll babysit those ETFs and make sure that all is good. Um, Gold, once you had to own physical gold yourself, and then they started doing ETFs some 20 plus years ago. Um, So it's it's nice to see. Um, One thing that I want to throw down as a reminder is, as I'm getting older, and my spouse is getting older, it's not lost on me that our kids are going to need to protect us at some point from bad product and bad salespeople. Um, more than three and a half million older adults are victims of financial exploitation each year. Older people being targeted by frost fraudsters get hit to the tune of 34,200. My mother passed away a few years back, but before she did reviewing her bank statements, me and my brother, David, we kept seeing a line item that it didn't make much sense. It was like $100 in her bank statements. And, it, you know, sometimes when you look at your bank statements, you're like, who is Regatta? And it doesn't make sense. Or who is, and you're like, and you, you think about it after all. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I bought something from that store. In this case, we couldn't figure it out and went back three and a half years. Not a huge expense. But someone had sold her an insurance policy that was never going to be honored. And it was always going to be taken out of her bank account. Not a massive scam, but I'll tell you where she did. And I, I don't use the word scam on this one. First one was a scam where it was a product she's never used. This one bothers me enormously. As our seniors get older, my dad passed away, you know, 23 years before my mother did. So she was lonely. So she'd watch TV, Home Shopping Network or QVC. She didn't really know how to change the remote control very often. And, you know, she'd get stuck with too high volume or too low volume and she'd get flustered and my sister would have to go help. Um, But she also didn't want to move into a home. She also didn't want to move into assistant living. She also didn't want to move in with her sister. She's a stubborn old lady. But uh, I'll tell you what, it drove me crazy. The stuff that she'd buy, 
because she thought the people were talking to her. Now, I don't know if she legitimately thought she was talking to her, but she's like, oh, I like that show. That guy, Tom, he's a good man. He's a good man. I'm like, Mom, why did you buy three papal pendants? And she's like, oh, I, I bought those because Tom said they were good. And you're saying, what's a papal pendant? It was when the Pope came to the United States for a limited time and $60 per papal pendant. You can get a collector's edition that'll be valued by your family for years to come. My mom wasn't very religious. She was as a kid, but she wasn't religious the last 60 years of her life. Um, and she got a piece of junk that, you know, she paid $180 for it. She gave it to my sister and my sister promptly threw it away. Um, my sister may have it as a token, but not as an investment. So understand that elder people get taken advantage of in multiple ways. You always want to have open communication with uh, the financial advisor. If your parents use a financial advisor, ask if you're, can I sit in and talk with you guys? Um, open dialogue helps. CFPs will always say yes to that. You want to get a durable power of attorney. You want to make sure the estate planning is in order. You always want to look at your parents' accounts. Um, you can do annual credit report and see if anyone's opened credit cards in your mother's name as she's an 85-year-old woman who probably doesn't shop anymore at Macy's. You can do things like credit freezes, credit monitoring. Um, I use Credit Karma. It's an app. It's free. It tells me anytime I open a new credit card. That's a good service because I don't pay for credit monitoring. Um, and I always try to safeguard your personal information as much as I can, whether it's password management or keeping your documents secure, shredding sensitive documents. You know, we all, not even accidentally, but stupidly throw away stuff that has a lot of our data on it. Uh, there's a scam going around now where someone's calling and saying, you know, this is Officer David Duffy. I made that name up. And uh, David Duffy recently died. So that's the thing that you don't know. So he works for a local uh, police agency or a local sheriff's. So elderly are getting phone calls. This is Officer David Duffy. And I just want to say, like, uh, did you know your house can be, we can add monitoring services for $200 a month? Uh, there's cri big crime pickups in your in your neighborhood. There's scams, and then you call the number back, and it's their number, but they know to answer it, um, police department. And you go, I'd like to speak with uh, Deputy Duffy. And he's like, this is Deputy Duffy. Let me transfer you to Deputy Duffy. Watch out for scams. Watch out for scams and talk to your parents, ladies and gentlemen. Let's take a look at the stock market as we wind up the broadcast slash podcast slash narrow cast. The S&P 500 is down 40 points. The Dow Jones Industrial Average down 250. That's uh, down about six-tenths of a percent. The S&P 500 is down eight-tenths of a percent. The Nasdaq's down 1%. The Russell 2000 down 1.77%. Stocks are sliding as inflation ticks higher. If you want it, the Fed to cut rates as early as March, it's probably not going to happen unless we get we get probably two more readings that uh, obviously uh, before the March meeting. So maybe if the next two readings are really weak, but this wasn't your winning day. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. And uh, come out to the Pints and Portfolio event. If you've got assets of over 500000 most of most people do in the Bay Area. If you've been here for a while and listened to the show for a while, 
It's in Sunnyvale, California. I'll disclose the location after you disclose some information about you. 11.30 on Saturday, January 20th. It's a good event. It's filling up. We only have spaces for about 10, and we're almost halfway there. You can sign up for the event at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. I'm Rob Black. Join Rob Black in Sunnyvale, Saturday, January 20th, for Pints and Portfolios, a less formal event at a local watering hole for those close to retirement with 500000 or more in investable assets. Drop by January 20th from 11.30 a.m. till 2 for a little sunshine and a complimentary portfolio review or financial snapshot from Ryan Ignacio, CFP from EP Wealth Advisors. Whether you're on the road to retirement or already there, this financial snapshot can provide you with a second opinion analysis of where you are and highlight areas for improvement and opportunities for growth. Go to robblackshow.com and click the events tab. Find pints and portfolios and click to register. You'll answer a few simple questions about your situation and your confirmation email will provide all the details on the event and how to schedule your portfolio review. Space is limited and registration is required. So go to robblackshow.com today. That's robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.